like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Joe Montaldo back with us, founder and director of ICAR, International Community for Alien Research. IHAR has close to 7,000 abduction cases on file. Mr. Montaldo has been a researcher, investigator of alien contact, abductions, and experiences for more than 30 years. He is the owner of Paranormal Radio and the host of Wake Up USA, a UFO study. He's also a board member representing contactees for Dr. Michael Salas, Exopolitics Institute. Joe, welcome back. How you been? Oh, good. Nice to hear from you again, George. It's been a while since I talked to you. You too. Life good? COVID okay? No problems there? Uh, believe it or not, I was in L.A. for 10 days. I just got back. Picked up COVID while I was there. <laughs> oh, no. Did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm about, but it was mild. I'm about I'm about seven days through it. So, yeah, I was out there working press for writers of the future. So I was like, it's just one of them things when you're around that many people. You know, two planes coming, two planes going, and all that wonderful. But... Hey, it happens sometimes. Yeah, you sound good, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling way better, actually. It's, it's just one of them things, what can you do? <laughs> you got to keep on plugging away. Yeah, I've been dying to talk to you all for a while, but it, I'm, um, between hurricanes and hurricanes and hurricanes, I can't ever seem to get any free time anymore. Yeah, you're down still in Mississippi, aren't you, yeah, that area? In Louisiana. Yeah, my business, my, my construction company's out in New Orleans, but we've been so busy. I mean, it's like every two years, we get. by the time we get caught up with our customers, we get another storm. Yeah, it's just they just keep coming. That's crazy. And I, and I got so much research on the board. I'm like, look, stop. I need a break. <laughs> I need a break. I, just, I, I need to get caught up on my research is what we've been doing. We're getting ready to do a huge dump here in a couple of weeks. Well, good. Just make sure you update us, too, on that. I will. I will. How did you get involved in ICAR? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. I was kind of anti-alien, anti-UFO when I was young. And I kept getting people just out of the blue would come tell me, you know, I think I've been abducted. I'm like, what? I couldn't figure out why they were telling me in the first dang place. I was like, come on, people. You know, I don't believe in this. Why you keep doing this? But after I met a four or five people who were really, really, really credible, I mean, they were high up in their professions. They had a lot at stake. And I was like, well, there's got to be something to it. So I started out as a debunker, to be totally honest with yeah. you. So I was trying to debunk everything I could get my hands on. And I did manage to debunk a lot of stuff. But then 
there was just a lot of stuff I couldn't debunk. And, and the more I looked into it, the more I was like, man, come on. And so here we are. I think I'd have to call Jesse, but I think we're almost close to 90,000 cases now. Wow. And, uh, you know, it's almost. they got to update your bio now. Jeez. I I, I, matter of fact, that whole website's being updated for the, for the, for the dump, so I'll send you all. I'm going to send you in this one, but I was flying and got caught in between. Uh, it was just kind of one of them weird things this week. But now I've been missing you all a lot. You know, as a matter of fact, what got me is I was listening to someone talk about you were going to have dinner uh, in L.A. with a comedian, and that's what made me think about you. I said, oh, you know, let me give him a call. And uh, I just called him on some local L.A. radio station down there. That they were talking about you having dinner with somebody out there. Hank Garrett from uh, Car 54, Where Are You? Remember oh, that okay, show? Okay. Yeah, okay. And, uh, Way back. Yeah, so, yeah, when I heard it, I said, you know what, I haven't talked to him in a while. Called around a couple of people I knew that might have the number, because I had the old number, believe it or not, the zero one zero zero. That thing's probably older than I am. And then finally I ran across one of my friends that had it. So well, let me give him a call, Lisa, and give her a call and see if she can get me on. And uh, here we are. So it's it's just, it's been a whirlwind is what it's been. I mean, almost, let's see, uh, I've been married almost 40 years, so. Good for you. 30, 37 years I've been doing this, 38 years I've been doing this now. And all we do is correlate data. Somebody said, well, I don't know why you don't want to get famous from this. I said, the idea is just to get the research and put it into the field, get the research, put it into the field. And if people use it, they use it. If they don't, they don't. I noticed, um, matter of fact, I think it was the returned, you were on the same episode with, with me. It was uh, the second time I did the alien blood type um, release. I did it once mm-hmm. in New York for a radio station, a TV station up there. And then Ancient Aliens called us and asked if we do the return. And I said, okay, well, we'll put it on there. And then two years later, invite us back. I think it was taken is what the episode was. That was a great segment you did. Yeah, and uh, there was a lot of good material on there. And it's, so here we are all these years later, and we keep every decade, every, every decade we release a bunch of stuff. So that's what we're doing right now. This is part two of the blood study we're putting out. Because frankly, I, honestly, when I got into this, I never thought I would find a correlation with blood and abductees. I really thought it was going to be the same thing, you know, 37% this, 18% that, 9% this, 7% that, 1.5% that. That's what I thought I was going to find. After, about, I think we realized around 36,000 that we had something. And then we went back through all of our applications, because that was just people going to the website who said they were abducted. So you've got to kind of take that with a grain of salt. So we went back through all of our ap- applications, and we noticed there was a trend. RH negative was a trend. It was a hardcore trend every I think it's 69% of all of our abductees are H negative. That's amazing. It's, and it's weird because no one knows where our H negative came from. It appeared 35 or 45,000 years ago out of the blue and for no reason. As far as I know, Mother Nature didn't need it. She was well on her way to procreate in our planet. And for a long time, our H negative killed babies. I mean, that's why we used to have to have the. Uh, well, some of you listeners are probably too young for this. <laughs> in the old days, you used to have to get a blood test and uh, to get a marriage license. That's and right. Yeah. That's absolutely right. And that's right. why, because Rh negative with Rh positive could create stillborn babies. So I'm thinking, why would Mother Nature create this? You know, I'm, I'm, I, so I met a hematologist. Actually, I met three. And when I contacted the first one, he laughed at me. He goes, oh, you do UFOs. <laughs> he knew that? Yeah, so he started laughing. So I sent him all the data I had. So then he calls me on the phone. He said, well, wait, wait, what is this? I said, this is what we've been learning. This is what, I just want to get your opinion. So he got all wrapped up into us, gave us all of his maps from all the research from around the world that he's done on uh, hemological research, and we found out things like RH negative, O negative is the universal donor, o, um, o negative is also the um, 
purest form of blood known to man is where all of our hemological research comes from. And yet here our majority of our contactees are in the Rh negative range. And I'm thinking this can't be a coincidence. I'm like, there's just got to be more to this. So the more we looked into it, the more people we found in the Rh negative category. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't mean if you're Rh positive, you can't be a contactee. It just means there's less of them. And the other weird thing about this is, you know, 40,000 years ago, so maybe it was 1% Rh negative. Today, I think it's up to about 18%. It's growing. And it seems to be pushing Rh positive people out. So it just keeps growing. What do you think they're doing, Joe, with the Rh negative people or the blood type? You know, it's a good question because I wonder if they're just just gently changing who we are. Because if you if you look around, you know, Rh negative is what created blue and green eyes. Before that, before Rh negative, basically we lived in a brown hair, brown eyed, brown skinned planet for two million years, and then all of a sudden this emerges on the scene. We start having these mutations. It's Rh negative people seem to be a little more aggressive, and I don't mean in a bad way, but you know they're more likely to go out and do something, achieve something. Their personalities seem to be more high in high power. We found out recently that a lot of politicians and a lot of movie stars are Rh negative. Interesting. Who are green eyed, and it's it's just weird because it's a such a much you know it's so much smaller of a segment of the population to be representing so much of a larger part of their population. And it was just, and it just keeps snowballing. I'm like, well, what, what, what could they possibly want with this? So the best guess is, is this is how they're changing our society. So I called a friend of mine at Boeing. I mean, not at Boeing, at the Air Force, just recently because in 2000, you know, the Air Force and Navy reinstituted their psychic programs. They they dropped their remote viewing programs and instituted psychic ability programs. So I called a friend over there and I said, let me ask you a question. I said, do me a favor. I said, I don't want to know anything top secret. I said, I'd like you to pool the people you got and see how many are Rh negative versus Rh positive in your, in your pool. A couple of weeks go by, I don't hear anything. A couple of weeks go by, I don't hear anything. So I ran into the General Space Command at one of the things I was attending. I asked him if he'd ask for me. About a week goes by, he calls me. He said 72% of their wow. are Rh negative. So <laughs> I was just taken back. I was like, what the? You know, so it seems like that, that on this side, and, and it doesn't necessarily mean you don't have psychic abilities to people if you're Rh positive. It just seems like these people tend to have more abilities, stronger abilities, and now that I know the Air Force and Navy are doing it, um, it seems like there's more RH negatives in those positions. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. 
How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels. A story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. And what percent of the human population is RH negative? Uh, 15% currently. So with 15% of the population RH negative, yet 70% are those that were abducted. That's huge. That's huge. And when I first seen this 10 years ago or 15 years ago, I was like, what? And that's why we, we kept going back over and going back over because it, it, it just it was giving me a headache. I'm like, no, this can't be right. You know, this, it has to be the same as the population of the planet, you know, because you know, O positive is 37%. I think A is uh, like 36%. So I kept looking and looking and looking and it just make any sense. And then I stumbled across something else. Did you know that Central and South America are 98% O? Yes. Yeah, so it, it's significant because nowhere else in the world does it do that. And, of course, we know... The Naskins are down there. We know the Mayans, Aztecs, and Incans were down there. We know there was a lot of societies down there that seemed to worship aliens, and now we find out that there's a huge segment of the population that was O. And no one can explain it. Anytime I ask anybody, nobody can give me a reasonable explanation. I said, well, maybe they came across it. Obviously, they didn't come over the land bridge, so where did they come from? So the deeper we get into this, the, the more the puzzle seems to go. But when you go back to the alien aspect, when I, when I put people under, because, you know, when we do um, hypnosis now, we do voice stress analysis with a hypnosis. And, um, to determine if they're telling you the truth or not? Well, part of it's that, but part of it is, George, so let's say I get you down to level five, and I have you tell me about an abduction, and I don't see any, any of the lines moving, I'm going to question the experience. Okay. Because you know, you know as well as I do, these people are stressed in some way or another. So oh, should absolutely. Be, it should be showing stress in there. If they're not, I'm like, hmm, this sounds like a story to me because 
I've never met anybody who's a true abductee when I put them on the, under there and put that stress meter on That meter was fluctuating all over the place. And what percent, Joe, do you think people are lying to you? Uh, in the old days, I would have said it was about 60-40. Uh, these days, it seems to have changed a little bit. Uh, it's probably dropped about 40-60 about now. I, I noticed since we've updated the sites and uh, really made the applications harder, the amount of people trying to lie has gone down. Because what we did was we used to have 25-question questionnaire. Now it's 75. And it's quite detailed. So I noticed the true people will go ahead and fill it out. The, the people who are faking usually will get like halfway through. or <laughs> Stop. <then> stop yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too much for most of them. So it, that's why we did it like that. And that's why we're getting ready. We're getting ready to release that in three weeks. The gray and reptilian and human studies are going to come out. Oh, and by the way, i got to... After all this time of doing this, I'm finally got a book coming. It's called Contact at Navarre. Good for you. Yes, yes, yes. Well, let's get you back again. When's that book come out? Uh, hopefully in five weeks. I'm going to send it to some of my friends that I met in California from uh, the writers, the award people at Writers of the Future, and let them edit it for me and look at it. Because it's because of them I'm writing it. They were driving me nuts about writing a book for the last two years. Well, you tell Lisa about it, and we'll get you yes, back. Yes, oh, I will. I'll, I'll definitely give her a call. As soon as it comes out, I'll holler at you. Because it's going to be interesting. But it is about an 11-day missing... It's a case we did where they lost 11 days in Gulf Breeze, Florida. All right, we'll do that. Beach. Now, what, what, what was the impetus to start the blood study? What was the reason? Well, one day I was sitting with my, with my director who was taking over my job, and we were just going through applications. And she goes, John, there seems to be a lot of people in here, because we asked blood type on the application. Oh, you do? Okay. Yes, and um, it wasn't for anything particular at the time, though. And uh, we noticed that a lot of them seemed to be Rh negative. So that, then we said, okay, we're going to launch this study and see what we find. So the first thing I did, I forgot where I went. I was on radio somewhere, and I had launched and said, look, if you think you've been abducted or this, that, other thing, go to the ICAR site, take the thing, tell us what, what percentage, you know, tell us what blood type you are. Uh, tell us what color eyes you have and what, what because you know, it's 50-50 on, on contactees with green and blue eyes. So it's, it's like their mutations are carrying true through the um, contactees it's, it's, or abductees, whatever you want to call them. It seems to be carrying true through there. It's almost like whoever or whatever created this mutation way back in the day, it was intentional. Uh, because it's, it's, cause when I started this study, blue and green eyes were 5%. Now they're 18%. And that's, that's just in 40 years. So do you think the RH negative people might have been hybrids Probably. in the beginning? They might have been. It, it's a good chance that there was some kind of interaction between some local population and um, the aliens, because it, there's no other real explanation for it. I mean, I can't get any scientists to give me, and I've talked to many of them. You know, I host a show called Science Beyond now, so I talk to a lot of scientists these days, and no one can give me a reason why. I'm like, come on, guys. You know, y'all advance. I've been doing this all your life. Tell me why this is here, and they can't. So when I say stuff like, well, could it have been some kind of hybrid? Maybe there was another population of the planet that we interbred with. They'll go for that as long as you don't use the word alien. As soon as you use the word alien, they get all, you know, frenzy-winzy. Right, they don't want anything to do yeah. with it. But, it. but when you don't, they're like, well, it is popular. Maybe there was an indigenous population that we didn't know about that's since died off that was heavy RH negative, and they just simply interbred with the rest of the population. That may or may not be true. I mean, none of us were around to know for sure, but it does seem like at the rate it's going... And when I talked with Bruce just recently, one of our hematologists, he said at the rate that this is going, he would suggest that RH negative would be 50% less than 20,000 years. In less than 100,000, it will be the dominant blood type on the planet. So That's, that's huge. Yes, and that's, that's a direction. 
I mean, that's somebody had to do that. Whether you want to blame it on Mother Nature, aliens, or whatever, something has, has changed the course of humans. And when you look at RH negative people's personalities, they're different than RH positive personalities. It's not necessarily that one's better or worse than the other. They're just different. Um, they tend to be more, their psychic abilities tend to stand out more. They tend to be more go-getters. They tend to want to be more involved with things on the planet. I notice a lot of them tend to, um, how can I say this politely? <laughs> yes, I mean, remember, green. this is radio. This yes. is radio. Yes, they're very green. We'll leave it at that. And, uh, which is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just they get a little overly um, ambitious with it sometimes. But it's not like anybody's telling me, oh, the planet's going to die or end. They just, they just want to see a significant change in our population. Are, are you baffled by this study, by the results that you're getting? A lot of it I am because, uh, you know, some things to us, it's, it gives us something to look for now. It also helps us with, when we're dealing with other contactees. But there's really just no simple explanation for it. Other than alien contact, no one can give me an explanation for where this came from or why it's here or why it's pushing so hard through our DNA in our life. Because really, just in the 30 years I've been in this, in this, it's changed. I mean, both RH negative is going up and blue and green eyes have gone up. And it seems to be moving faster than it should be. You know, if it started out at whatever percentage way back 40,000 years ago, and then all of a sudden it was 15%, now it's 18%. 20,000 will be over 50%. 40,000 will be closer to 80%. Why? Why is this going this way? And I do, I mean, we've got all the maps that show all the, all the, how all the planets lay down as far as its uh, blood types. And, and this is weird because South and Central America, like we said earlier, are 0, 0, 0, 98% O. And then... The Middle East, too. Yeah, I'm, Middle I'm, East. I'm, o, I'm O positive, for example. And, uh, and, and so you, and see, that's what I tell people. People ask me all the time, well, well positive people are abductees? They said, yes, positive people are abductees. It just seems like we're just being changed. Slowly but surely, the, the population is being manipulated, but not in a way that, how can I say this? So whoever started this or whatever started this manipulated the population, and now it's just taking its own course. It's kind of like COVID. It just, it just took off, and now it's doing its own thing. And it just keeps moving forward. It keeps going. It keeps moving forward. And more and more people calling us and coming in are H positive. When I talked to Jesse a couple of weeks ago, she wanted to update it because they're in the middle of rebuilding the site. She wanted to update it to like 74% of the abductees are, are RH negative. And I'm like, I don't understand why it keeps going and keeps pushing. And when you, when you interview these people, they, they are very intelligent, kind of laid back, but kind of aggressive at the same time, if that makes sense. So, are they scared? No, they're not, actually. They seem to embrace it. That's another weird thing. I mean, when I talk to people about this and say, you know, the majority of people who are being abducted are HR, they're all like, oh, really? Man, that sounds... Do they only recollect Joe under hypnosis, or do they know about it uh, in their normal, casual living? It depends on the individual. Some people know, just know it's part of their life, and and they've incorporated it in their life. Some people, they don't realize it until you put them under, and then it comes out. And we're so strict about hypnosis, it's, it's scary, but... Because uh, we want everything to be legit, you know, we, we, we don't do hypnosis. In other words, we're not going to use questions like aliens or extraterrestrials or blood type or any of that. And I'm just going to ask you about an experience that you've had, and I want you to tell me forward and backward, and then we'll set up a line of questioning for it. But that way, it works really well. You know, have, and of course, we have the voice stress running, and we always make them bring somebody with them when we're doing hypnosis for their safety and ours. Um, so it works really good. But for some reason, they're embracing this at a scary way. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.
It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.